Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. It's Friday, which means it's time for the Front Free Football Podcast, a very special Front Free Podcast. Me, Adam Baldwin here, alongside some guests today. There's no Chris Hennings, there's no Nico Morales, very busy man. But instead, we've got Flav from the Fighting Cock Podcast. Hello. Flav, how are you doing? I do, I'm very, very well. Privileged to be here. Less busy. Less, less, less busy. Yeah. Uh, we've also got James Walcott as well. Even less uh, busy. Very touched for a big lab podcast. The James Lawrence Walcott YouTube channel as well. Indeed, thank you. Man. Very privileged to have two uh, big influencers with us today. It's a pleasure. <laughs> to talk. Don't laugh. <laughs> <laughs> to talk. Uh, yeah, I laughed extremely, immediately after I said it was a mistake. But guys, we're here to talk about three big talking points from the week. It's been a big week in mm. football. Yeah, massive. Uh, we're here to talk about Mauricio Pochettino signing a new contract with Spurs. We're here to talk Unai Emery joining Arsenal. And of course, there's a small matter of. The Champions League final on Saturday night, Liverpool against Real Madrid. Let's start with Mauricio Pochettino, though, Flav. Mm. It was confirmed yesterday. He yep. signed a new five year contract at the club, yep. along with his backroom staff. He's now going to be at the club until 2023, I believe. Yeah. What was your immediate reaction to I the was news? over the moon. The great news. Incredible news. Um, it's what I wanted. Uh, obviously, towards the end of last season, there was some talk or. It wasn't like he was going to leave, but it was he was talking in ways that we weren't familiar with, which was a little bit unsettling. And, um, you know, the season didn't end the way we wanted it to. Uh, we had some good results in the league, but we failed to lift the FA Cup, and that raised some questions over him. And I think he was reacting to the the pressure being put on him by the press. It's like, when are you going to win something? Mm. Um, I think within the club, we all knew that... that Winning a trophy isn't the be all and end all at this stage. We're moving towards right. that. It's a gradual progress rather than immediate success, which all football yeah. fans seem to crave so so deeply. But that's also to the detriment of, of how much you can enjoy football because not everyone can win. There's only there's three, there's two trophies really that we had a chance of winning at the start of the season. So um, which were they? The FA Cup the, and the Premier League. I think right. we had it. We were in with, in with a shout. Um, but you know the FA Cup was the main one. We didn't win it. Whatever. It's, I was over the moon though it's what we wanted yeah I think it's a fantastic thing for Spurs obviously as you said there was that uncertainty at the end of the season he sort of raised those question marks in a couple of press conferences he seems to according to reports have got those assurances he wanted from Daniel Levy about the transfer spend he could have in the summer Yeah. so it all sort of bows well for Spurs it is a statement of intent I think I've said before they're sort of almost a victim of their own success in that you know they are a club who are overachieving they are punching above their weight they're doing very well and Pochettino himself has said always had a schedule in terms of, of where they are right now. They're yeah. moving into a new stadium now. You'd expect they're going to move on to that next level. Yeah. 
what's your opinion of it, James, from a sort of outside non-Spurs biased perspective? I think I think it's I mean I think it's great for for the club. I think it's it's another example of the fact that Pochettino's happy and happy to set set the example basically set the lead for what he probably wants for, from some of the players to, to do as well in terms of signing a contract committing mm. to the club and committing to that that project that, that he started already six, I think it was six first team yeah. players are going to probably follow suit well that's an odd one an interesting one because obviously the, the discrepancy between Tottenham and the rest of the clubs at the top of the league is the amount we spend on wages mm. out of the top six we're so far below everybody else it's unreal and that's what Pochettino think he means by over overachieving if these six players, I think the players are uh, Harry Kane, Eriksen, Ali, uh, Vertonghen, Loris, and one other, that is, and Son. If all of those get improved contracts, that that's would be a significant outlay. Well, if you could pick six, that would be your yeah. six, wouldn't it? Vertonghen's a strange one. He's 31 years old. It goes against what he's we so saw good, with Alderweireld. He's come in. He's come onto his own this season. You know, he was always the second defender. I yeah. knew he was playing with. He was the, he was like he was great, but he isn't a leader. Yeah. And with Sanchez under his wing, he's really blossomed this year. So he should get a new contract. I want him to stay. Yeah. He could yeah. play there for the next two or three years comfortably. But um, it's a bit of an odd one because it's not in keeping with the rest of our policy. Does uh, what was your perspective, James, on Spurs' end of the season? Because I think you know, Spurs, uh, Flat spoke about it there is a little bit disappointing. I think given the expectations at the start of the season, we were hoping to build on the last two years. To not win that FA Cup was, it did mean the season finished on a bit of a downbeat note. But at yeah. the same time, I think we do have to appreciate three seasons in the Champions League under Mauricio Pochettino. First time we've ever done that. There are those marks of progress, even though the silverware is not there. Yeah, I think it was it was job done, wasn't it? Again, I mean, the the, the narrative at the start of the season was Wembley's going to turn your home form into into mush, yeah. and you're not going to be able to even get into the Champions League again, which was going to be so important for you. Uh, and I think they probably would have strategized to be okay with you not getting in the Champions yeah. League, uh, but you have, which is which is massive. I think with Pochettino, the problem is, like you said earlier, there's they, you set a new watermark when you exceed expectations, mm. and then people expect you to do even better than that the the next season. Uh, and I think that makes it it hard. But I, th- I think it can only be great news, and it shows shows again that you you know. Arsene Wenger, his whole tenure, the, how it turned stale. It's not turned stale at Spurs yet. It's yeah. it's, it's still exciting time. One one of the worries was the the relationship between Levy and and Pochettino was under strain. Mm. Um, that it, perhaps he wasn't going to get the money he wanted to turn us into this next level football club, and we need to spend. And whatever meetings they had, it resulted in him coming out with a new contract, which is we weren't expecting that. Yeah, it I, came out of the blue. It's only incredibly positive, but. I mean, what do you expect to happen this summer then? Because, of course, we're moving into a new stadium, which is obviously very exciting. Yeah. But the cost of that stadium is, I think, projected about £800 million. Could be a billion yeah. at the end of the day. That's obviously a lot to pay for for Spurs. So mm. do you expect them to go out and splurge on the likes of Zaha, Sessegnon, who have been linked? Or do you think it is going to be something we've seen before where Spurs have to sell to buy, Alderweire has been linked to Man United, etc.? Yeah, uh, we uh, we will sell to buy. Um, that's not to say that we won't spend significantly. It's just that... Um, players are on their way out and that money will be used for transfer fees I think we need to spend more than we recoup though that would be the difference yeah. we've never, we've never we've, we haven't done that I don't think we've ever done it under Levy mm. where we've spent more than we have coming in and that's shrewd uh, and, and that's to some degree how you would want a decent football club or any business to run and, and no business should spend more than it, come, than, than it brings in 
but we're not in it for that. Mm. The supporters are not in it for that, and and ultimately success is guaranteed, or at least much more likely by by spending money. Don't you need to be smart at this moment in time? You know, everyone, everyone needs to stay calm, surely. With with Spurs, Just stay you know I mean? calm. what's what's so massive about Pochettino signing is that there is such trust there, mm. and so much trust in terms of he'll find the player. I won't know what his name is, and I don't know where he will probably come from. Yeah, but he'll come in, and he'll and he'll turn into a great, uh, great footballer. And and that environment, people talk about stability all the time. Mm. That that's that's so valuable. It must be enticing because you know, yeah. as you say, the other clubs can pay two, three times the money. But Pochettino is obviously shown, as you're saying, that ability to develop a young player. Where do you think is the main area they need to improve? Because According to reports, the left-back position is somewhere Spurs are going to try and strengthen, be it Sessegnon, or apparently the second choice is Luke Shaw, mm. which makes sense given his situation at Manchester United. But midfield as well, it looks like Moussa Dembele is leaving, potentially to China or elsewhere for one final payday. Is that the area where you think Pochettino needs to concentrate on this summer in terms of bringing in reinforcements? <clears throat> um, I think we need reinforcements throughout the team. Um, I don't need whole set of changes. We need new blood coming in. Um, they're... they're it feels like we've reached that glass ceiling. Uh, we need players with different attributes in order to to, to march on. So, um, Sessegnong, I don't think would be signed as a left back. I think he'd be signed as a forward. Um, although he started the new Gareth Bale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, who knows? Gareth Bale, that would be nice. Um, <laughs> Bring him back. Yeah. Uh, so I, I I know there's not much insight in what I've just said. It's just that um, I. I we do need to replace Dembele. We do need to replace uh, Alderweireld. I'm sure they're going to do that. Let's talk of De Ligt, uh, from um, yeah, yeah, from nice. Ajax, but he's 18. You know, what's he going to do? I think they've got massive faith in Winks. I really do. I yeah. said it at the start of the season that he's going to be the next big thing at Spurs. Um, and his injuries have—he's fallen off cliffs since I said that. Yeah, we, uh, we had a doc ready to go. Didn't yeah, we? yeah, so <laughs> we, never uh, uh, Street, still on the back burner. We, start, we started working, collecting interviews. We done an interview with uh, Winks and, and you know talking to loads of people because he was on fire. You know, he yeah, went yeah. over and dominated Cruz yeah. and and Modric in yeah. in Madrid. And then his his injuries are horrendous. But he's just signed a new contract. I think they believe in him. There's I think an opportunity he's, next season potentially. Absolutely, without Dembélé in there, there's definitely an opportunity. But. We need we need numbers in there. We need to increase the size of our squad with quality, and I don't mean Musa Sissoko. Um, you know, as, <laughs> I don't think anyone as much as Poch loves him. You know, what, um, I'd be surprised if you got if you started next season and people were going this squad's better than it is right now. I, I think would be surprised. I think on perception it it, it it probably won't be on on paper, mm. um, but these some of these players are fading. Uh, Dembele especially yeah, I feel like they made one or two key signings I think it would be stronger but I mean that remains to be seen I mean what do you make of these Gareth Bale rumours because there's something that seems to be gathering pace it seems like his time at Madrid could be up he's not an automatic starter under Zidane despite his performances this, this season I think he's got 18 goals in 38 appearances which is nothing to sniff at but yeah, but it's it a seems, lot of games as well, yeah he has played it's despite his injury record goal scorer isn't he for Real Madrid I think I mean it's, it's not bad yeah but, I mean, that's that's bad. Do, isn't it? I'm excited now but there is this sense that maybe He's not first choice. He's maybe achieved everything he can in Spain. If he wins on Saturday night, which we'll come on to, that'll be four Champions Leagues in at Real Madrid, which is incredible. Man. So Same. there is that opportunity. Could he potentially move on to the likes of PSG, Bayern Munich, who might be interested? Manchester United as well. Jose Mourinho and Ed Woodward are known to be fans. Or, as these rumours are suggesting, do you think it's realistic to expect him to come back to Spurs? Would that even be a smart move, given the wages, the injury record? Do you, I mean... 
I'm interested I'm to get pop your the opinion. bubble. Yeah, I mean, interested. it's romantic. Will. It's not going to happen. Let's be honest. It's not. I think he's right. I, <laughs> Unfortunately, I think I think you're right too. Do you know what? Because the, the the spin on on Gareth Bale and and him as a player mm. is mad because people have they talk like he's finished. He's 28. Yeah. <laughs> he's 28. I think he turns 29 the day after the World Cup final or something. So it's like he's still. But, but then you've got prime. Uh, yeah, exactly. You've got Sanchez moving to Man United. And everyone going, wow. You've got what a all move. The, I know, like obviously, a forward players is a, it's a different dynamic yeah. to a, to a centre back. But he he's still like, got a lot to offer. But he, this is if he does move now, this he is does his last big move. move. This is his last big move. Yeah, and I think age. he needs to move. I think no. he needs that. This is the only chance he gets to come back to Tottenham as well. You know, you, you don't, you're not coming back when you're 33 and you're shot to bits. Yeah. You're coming well. back. You're coming back. <laughs> there was a time. Yeah. And, and that actually leads on to my next point. Uh, is I'm not sure. I totally agree with that. He doesn't come back to Tottenham under Pochettino at 33 years old. No chance. A, yeah. 32, maybe. Maybe. Uh, but <laughs> the, but, but that, and that's, that uh, leads me to my point is that the team that he left isn't, the same no. club that the no. club that you left isn't the same club that we are now. I'm gonna ask you a question, Ned. Sure. Is he is he better than Kane? Is he better than Ericsson? Would he give more? I think there is that. He'd be on the left, though, wouldn't it? Yeah, this is the thing. But then if you put him on the left, where does he fit into that team? You've got Son on the left usually. You've got Ericsson potentially there if yeah. everyone's fit. It's, it's difficult to see how he sort of almost fits into the team. And does he? Does he disrupt the balance? Does he disrupt the flow that they've got? I'm not sure it's the right move. I think a lot of Spurs fans feel the same way. The wages, etc. It doesn't seem to make sense. People would rather see, I think, Spurs fans see Martial come in potentially. Yeah. Someone who's been linked with Manchester United, uh, with Spurs for I mean, a long if you have to choose one or the other, you take Bale, right? But it, I don't I mean, know. I think, what about Zaha? Thinking with my heart, you'd take Bale. Exactly. With your head, you take Martial. What about Zaha Martial. or Bale? But I'd rather have Zaha than Bale. Than Bale, personally. Wow. So, so I think... Saha is on on a similar trajectory to to Bale. Mm. Uh, I think another uh, two, really? two seasons at Spurs. I think always well, the one thing we're that. lacking as well. Like we've got it a little bit in Son, and obviously Lucas Moore has shown flash of it. But that pace to get in behind the defence. Yeah. Bale, I think, has it to an extent, but will he have it in one two years time? Yeah. Zaha's got that. He's got that speed, that skill. Could he be an asset. Devastating. Devastating. One on one, he is devastating. That, and and he, what's happening as the years go by is that he's starting to create this little. Some footballers, Ronaldinho had it, has that bubble because people are scared to go and, and engage and, and tackle them. Mm. And with yeah, with Zaha it's mm. it's that, but he's willing Ronaldinho kind of wait and waited and then beat you, whereas Zaha just runs straight at you. It's the, I think it's class. Before we move on then. Optimistic about next season, Absolutely. nothing but positivity. Absolutely. Expecting to change for the title Absolutely. in the new stadium. All of it. Okay. All of it. I want it all. We all want it all. Oh, doesn't mean it's going to, I mean James you think Spurs are going to be maybe I think finishing fourth uh, third I should say this season above Liverpool yeah it was fantastic next season do you think Spurs can better that again can they challenge realistically with City United I, I think I see the top six staying quite similar the only change I can see is is Liverpool and Spurs maybe swapping but if whatever happens in the Champions League final there's going to be a new kind of pressure on Liverpool, and mm. and that that could be difficult for them. And if they, they aren't able to deal with that, they aren't able to kind of move forward. Salah doesn't have the same kind of season. Sure. Then maybe we can finish third again. But I think you're I think you're looking solid. Um, I, I can't. And maybe you might have a season where you don't play as well, but yeah. something drops for you and you get a bit of luck and you get yourself a League Cup or an FA Cup, and actually think, you'll be happier yeah. with that than finishing. Harry Kane, Harry Kane come back from Russia having lifted the World Cup. I think it's going to be a big positive atmosphere around the club. Yeah, I think that will help. I think that will help. Um, let's move on to Arsenal, though. 
some big news around Arsenal this week. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Unai Emery, the mm. new manager, Arsene Wenger's successor. I think we were all expecting Mikel Arteta. I certainly was. <laughs> yeah. was expecting yeah. Arteta. It seemed to come a little bit out of the blue. That's not necessarily the case. There were reports that they were talking to the likes of Emery. Allegri was also being considered. James, what do you think about this move? Is Unai Emery a smart move? It feels like a good appointment, but it's not necessarily one that particularly is exciting Arsenal fans. It seems safe. I, I, think, I think Arsenal fans... <sighs> There's such a there's such a large minority of <laughs> of Arsenal fans that look to get angry and they're so used to that it's like muscle memory they're ready to get angry at whoever was was given the job and and but the Arteta yeah. the Arteta thing uh, from what I was aware of what I was told the sources the sources, sources. And, was the, that, and this is a legitimate source and this is a legitimate source yeah. it was it was it was done and so it must have been a very late. Um, change of mind from Arsenal not from Arteta um, but, but with well, yeah in terms of those two mm. I think I think uh, Unai Emery is a far better choice it was weird because it felt like Arsenal fans were dissatisfied with Arteta he's not got enough experience he's not got the the clout to be Arsenal manager but then all of a sudden when Emery came along it was like oh it should have been Arteta yeah. it should have actually been Arteta That's, yeah sorry it's the um, it's the case of they, they would have been very brave to go with Arteta mm. but it could have paid off um He's rated highly. You know, Pep thinks the world of him. He's been given a new contract at mm-hmm. Man City. So he's clearly talented in what he does. Managing a football club or being first coach of a football club like Arsenal is a different kettle of fish than coaching players on a, on, on a, on a training pitch. Um, I think that it wasn't their choice to go safe with Emery. My feeling is that they would have wanted to go with Arteta, but he wanted too much control over transfer budgets which mm. and what players to come in and come out. And obviously... Arsenal got this guy from Dortmund, I can't remember his name. Yeah, they've got a different Sven Mislintat. They've got a different yeah. structure in place essentially. Yeah, and they've for a coach. Yeah, and they have set up they've set up um their infrastructure of inside the club that way to so they couldn't change it for the whim of hmm. the um the, 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 the managers coming in. I think the same problem with uh, Allegri and Simeone is that they would want that, that, that control. They've gone with Emery. And it is, I feel like a safe, underwhelming mm. uh, manager. Do you feel... I, I think I, it's smart. It's not safe. I, I think, think it's it smart. is. There is this aspect of, perhaps we're underestimating Emery, obviously won the Europa League three times in a row with Sofia. Mm. He's won the league with PSG. Okay, you can debate the merits of that, yeah. given their Champions League form. Mm. But, I mean, as a Spurs fan, does it worry you, Emery, coming in? Because, for me, it felt like the longer Wenger was there, the better for Spurs. We finished above them now two seasons in a row. Yeah. It's fantastic. But then... Are you worried now that you could see a resurgence from Arsenal? Um, 
No, not all. I'm not. Really? I, I'm not. I'm trying my hardest not to be partisan because I know it's not this kind, that kind of podcast. Be as partisan. Come as you listen want. to the fighting cock if you want to hear partisan <laughs> yeah. Um But uh, it's um, look, it's. I say it's safe, and, and it doesn't worry me so mm. much. I say it's safe because he has a track record of winning trophies, uh, but he doesn't have a track record of really. Uh, lifting a club up to it's not upper, the most the upper inspirational point if they ever managed to get Allegri for example who's just won the Scudetto once again double, double. I think that would have been a, yeah, four uh, times yeah mad I think that would have been a much more exciting appointment for Arsenal yeah. fans but at the same time is this almost the level Arsenal are at? yeah I, I think I think you've got to be I, I've said myself like, of course it's Allegri of course you want Allegri of course but you're being slightly deluded if you think that a guy who's at Juventus <laughs> yeah. he's got Netflix One docs of... being made about him because yeah. he's won four doubles on the trot he's not going to the sixth place team who are in this weird bubble where they just you just get abuse from all <laughs> angles and it's only a story when you lose the... and also you've got to follow a guy who's been there 22 years yeah. that's why I think, I think this guy is perfect. He's a he's the right age. He's got experience that he'll be able to deal with the the pressure, um, and he'll uh, he'll be able to look back on different moments in his managerial career that Arteta wouldn't have been able to do, um, because they're going to draw a game, they're going to lose a game, and they're going to have to be able to deal with that. And then on the other side of it, his style, I think, is exactly what they need as well. One. He'll let Miss Lintat do all the transfer stuff. He'll concentrate on the team and they will be more organised, mm. which has been one of the main things that uh, have held Arsenal back. It's the, it's the tactical nous as well, surely. He seems like a manager very tactically aware. Mm. Something that Arsenal have maybe been lacking the last couple of seasons with Arsenal. Yeah, maybe, because I think the game has kind of left Benga behind. He was obviously a genius for many, many years. And that said, he won three FA Cups recently. So it's not like, you know, it's not like he was sort of dead in the water, but... The, the the thing is, um, he's done great at pretty much every football club he's been to. He's gone, you know, winning three Europa Leagues. Uh, he's done great at Valencia and doing the treble, domestic treble with PSG, despite all the money. Um, it's still an achievement. It's not easy to do that sort of stuff. Um, his failings have been when playing against elite football clubs or the clubs in the, in, in the, 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 the top of the league. That's the where he's struggled. defeat against Barcelona is going to go down as one of the most humiliating defeats in history yeah mean, they, they won the first leg 4-0 though yeah so it makes it even uh, worse. <laughs> uh, Chris and Hennage your very own oh, um, okay. it was uh, said to me in, our, in the video that we did for Ball Street um, he made a great point that at Sevilla they went a whole year without winning a, a, away from home I think it was which has mm. been the big problem with, with Arsenal because I think a, a lot of the time they're quite he makes teams a bit more solid mm. um, but when and this is what Christian said but when they end up playing Essentially, anyone below sixth place, they're going to come across a, a team that's going to have a, a low block and they're mm. going to have the ball. And will he be able to, to deal with those guys? So uh, what I can imagine is maybe a few few more um, strong away performances against the better sides, yeah. but still some frustrating draws and maybe losses. Sounds to, good to, to me. Below. <laughs> well, what it, what it does do is it removes one problem in the short term and it removes the toxic atmosphere at, yeah. at Arsenal around they that football club. Change. They needed the change. The fans have got what they wanted. They're, they All of them should be behind this manager because we're talking all this stuff, but we don't know. The minute that they're going to next season and he could be top of the league by Christmas and you'd be thinking, oh, well, he's finally got the platform he needed. Um, you know, he, they, they've got that change. 
it's about removing the toxic atmosphere at Arsenal and they can build on yeah. that. They I don't know to... how long it's going to last because yeah, we'll you know, we know what Arsenal fans have been <laughs> yeah. like in the past. But I think this is it. This is like, you've got a guy who, that's why I think, again, it's a, it's a good appointment because you've got a guy who, he has been around the block. He has yeah. got a bit of credit to his CV. So this is an opportunity for Arsenal fans, if you're listening, take a deep breath. <laughs> yeah. Take yeah. a deep Relax. breath. Rally and And... and yeah, and go again because you're you're right. They needed a change. He does have a good record. He has two things going for him as well. He he, he likes attacking football. Mm. He plays his football's uh, his sides play very good, decent football. Mm. It, you know, exciting to watch. And he has a good track record of developing players as well. Rakitic especially, uh, Sevilla. Um, so that could play into to to Arsenal's hands as well because they've got some really good young players. Maitland Niles, yeah. especially a few of the fingers brought through. Yeah, that he could that he could really help develop. Um, so. Yeah, you do, do you, you do just think that they need a bit more information, mm. these players, and, and that's what they'll offer. A bit more coaching, yeah. Mm. Um, okay, guys, let's move on to our final point. We're going to talk the Champions League final, of course, tomorrow night. Real Madrid versus Liverpool in Kiev. Liverpool fans getting very excited about this one. Yeah. How do you think this one's going to go, James? Because, I mean, a lot has been made about how this is two teams you can't defend, two incredibly attacking teams. You've got Mohamed Salah, you've got Cristiano Ronaldo. Is this going to be a goal fest? Is this going to be a classic for the ages, do you think? Well, because I feel like we're talking a lot here, and this is your podcast. But what no, do you listen to the this front is what front I do. I know I do, and it's soothing. The whole it's thing about the front and I love it. I, I, I ask just, the questions because oh, okay. I'm interested to right, get right, right. the opinions. Sorry, the inside. I'm not used to being this side of it. Everyone here is basically a host on their own particular podcast. So everyone's trying to host it. James, give us your opinion. Look, is it going to be a goal fest? Is it going to be a classic? I think... I, so this is the way this is the way I think it's going to go down. The first wow. half is crucial mm-hmm. to this game, and the first half, and certainly the first sixty minutes, Liverpool need to be in the lead by that point, mm-hmm. because if they're not, then they're, the experience of Real Madrid will be massive. A stat I saw, which I thought was really good, and I think part of it is because the, Liverpool are able to blitz teams. Yeah, is that uh, I think twelve three is the aggregate score up to seventy five minutes. Wow, for Liverpool, but then after that. It's six one against them, so and you saw it in the Spurs Those game. Are some lovely stats. Thank you. Thank you so much. And you saw it in the Spurs game uh, yeah. away from home that, that they they were brilliant. Same with Roma. But then they 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 do kind of run out of gas a little bit, and when that happens, mm. you make mistakes both defensively and with the ball, and you can lose momentum, which is such a huge thing for Liverpool and a Liverpool side that there isn't a single player in that team that's played in the Champions League final, whereas the Real Madrid side, I think it's like 80% of them have played in four or so. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and one or two in a row. Two in a row. So, um, so for me, they need to be in the lead by 60 minutes. And if they're not, Real Madrid will win it. And I imagine Ronaldo will probably score. Yeah, take your shirt off. Score a meaningless penalty at the end. Uh, I can't see past Real Madrid. Honestly, I think they've won two in a row. As James is saying, they've got that now. They've got that experience. They've got that know-how. Liverpool, I just don't think I don't think they're going to have it on the night. There could be a surprise. I think you know we've seen that against Man City. Yeah. Anything can happen in this competition. We saw it in Istanbul. We saw it with Chelsea in 2012. The, the expectations can be confounded, but it feels like Real Madrid three in a row is going to happen. Flat. I hope so. You uh, hope so. Uh, you yeah. don't want Liverpool to win. No, and no, and I'm not going to go into it in too. To, to anyone who watches bullshit won't understand. Um, but um, <laughs> what do you know, mean for those who don't? For those that don't, I'm I don't I'm not with this. I'm not one of these fans that think 
Oh, they're English. I want to see an English club win. No, 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 no chance. Like that's. No. I want them to lose. I want them to lose badly. The fans will be unbearable if they. Well, there's that as well. There's that as well. Um, because if they do, it kind of casts a light on your own failures, which is is not a pleasant experience. Mm. Um, I think Spurs will be the only top six club not to have won silver in the last ten years. If Liverpool, I win. didn't know that. Yeah, <laughs> just to add extra stakes yeah. to why Real Madrid need to win this game. Yeah, um, I, I think um, I'm, I'm really excited. I'm really, really, really excited, and it's very rarely I get excited about football these mm. days. It's gonna be tough. I, I, I literally cannot wait for that whistle to go. I feel the same way that I do when I'm, I'm looking forward to a really big boxing match. I watch a lot of boxing, and mm. I feel the same about that now. I, I, it's going to be such a great game, and and and. If you remove all of the partisanship, remove the fact that I'm a Spurs fan, you want these two teams in the final because they are going to go at each other and it's going to be incredible. I think, I think the it, most exciting final, yeah. I think it, it, out of all of the teams it could have possibly, maybe PSG against Real Madrid would have been exciting as well. But but I, I, I think this will potentially, and it has the potential to be the greatest... Yeah. Champions wow. League final ever. It's going to be nil nil, isn't it? You know uh, it. You know <laughs> it. Yeah. It's stinker. It's going to be extra time. That's happening. Uh, are you back in Real Madrid for this one? Is your yes, I am. I'm back in Real Madrid. Why um, is that? Uh, you there, there. There is maybe one player that would get into that Real Madrid side from Liverpool, and that's not even guaranteed. And that's wow. obviously Salah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, you look at. You know Liverpool. They've got Van Dijk, but they're still slightly fragile at the back you can't contain Real Madrid you can't contain them so it's about Real Madrid are fragile about that because we yeah, saw are, not... in that second leg against Juventus they conceded was it free at home I think Liverpool will do it <laughs> I do I think I think speed kills I can see it as well speed kills and do you know, down that, that side Marcel what's going to be interesting to see if Bale plays or not mm. and where Bale plays as well because who's going to be on that left hand side I wonder if you I haven't seen a huge amount of Real Madrid but if they played Bale and played Bale on that left-hand side, and I know Ronaldo likes to drift over there as well, but if you played Bale there, it would mean Marcelo wouldn't get forward as much. Mm. And I'm not... It's, it's how you want to look at a game of football. Do you not concentrate on the opposition or do you? Because what <sighs> might happen... If, but if Marcelo goes, right, that that's a big space that Salah's left Huge. with. And yeah. that's, your, that's their guy. There's so many different ways it will work, but I, I think Firmino is crucial, Milner is crucial, because when they counter-attack, they need to do it with, with quality, but they can do it devastatingly. Of course they can do it. They can beat them. Liverpool can, can. beat them. Of course they can. They can. They've got, they've got enough in, in them to do it. It's, it's just that when you... At this stage, all we can look at the, the, the names on, 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 on the paper and, and, and who's going to start, and you look at Casemiro, Modric, Cruz, three, yeah. Ronaldo, Benzema, Bale... Think, yeah. I do feel Ramos, a lot's going to depend you know, on how, what teams the down selects because as you say you could you could start with Bowers obviously been performing well recently you could start with Isco brings you more control maybe that nullifies Liverpool in that first sort of 60 minutes as you're saying I think Zidane has got all of his team is fit essentially he's got a sort of a selection yeah. headache in that sense that's almost an issue for Real Madrid yeah. so it's going to be interesting to see how he's going to deal with it what finally is going to be your score prediction for the game James I, what did I, do? Um, I think I went with uh, I think I'm going, with, I'm going to go 3-2 Liverpool Ooh. I'm going to go 4-3 Real Madrid 
I reckon something like 4-2 Real Madrid. There's got to be goals, isn't there? There will be goals. We're going to be really disappointed if it's a scoreless <laughs> Yeah. Um, but for now, though, guys, thank you so much for joining us on the front row. It's been pleasure. a pleasure. Thank you. Uh, loan signings, if you will, for this week's podcast. Let's go back to our parents. For now, though, <laughs> where can the whole, where can the listeners find more of you? Uh, we've got Twitter at Love the Shirt. Um, you can download the podcast at Fighting Cock. And um, we've got a website at Fighting Cock. .co.uk do people still go give out websites still go websites <laughs> yeah it seems like old school uh, uh, yeah. I don't know why yeah, I said that I might go to go to you yeah. did you get a lot of traffic <laughs> not a great deal no. can't get more right now uh, James where can listeners find you unfortunately I haven't got a website um, but uh, so Twitter at James Alcott A-L-L-C-O-T uh, podcast great touch for a big lad and uh, my YouTube channel is James Lawrence Alcott very good stuff. Guys, thank you so much for listening. We'll speak to you hopefully tomorrow night for a little Champions League reaction. Until then, enjoy the Champions League final. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.